listen to hair wrong. From hair wrong, I'm listening to hair wrong. They're wrong, I'm listening to hair wrong. From hair wrong, I'm listening to hair wrong. Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking facts up under pressure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still gotta keep the work together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bull born, do it like, like us. Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking facts up under pressure, yeah. Hello, hello, and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my sound man extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And welcome back to the studio for episode 176. Welcome, everyone. Yeah, welcome back. Yeah, I want to start out with a little shout-out to the OG supporters, Mark and Adon. We had a little meetup yeah. out here in L.A. You know what I mean? It was a, it was a good yeah, time. Definitely. It was a short time for me, you know what I mean? I, I, I always tend to underestimate the effects of shots on my physiology. But uh, yeah, nah, dude, it was a great time while, while, while we got to hang out and chill. Catching up for, for Mark because uh, he lives out of town now. But uh, yeah, man, it was a good time. Was meeting, uh, it was meeting Stacy. It was nice seeing everybody. Yeah, I don't know if Mike listens, but if he listens, shout out to, to, to Mike, you know, a newer listener. I met him recently, but yeah. Yeah, Mike was, Mike was cool. It was chill. Yeah, good people for sure, sure, dude. Like, And that, that's one thing about Adon is you, you always meet good people through him. Tons of good people I've met through Adon. But yeah, moving on from that, uh, you been watching anything interesting this weekend? Uh, yeah, I caught the um uh the new uh, uh Mortal Kombat animated joint, oh. the the sequel to Scorpion's Revenge. Is that a on Netflix? Nah, nah, nah. That's that's a that's a Warner Brothers thing. You gotta okay. you gotta get that through their online services and shit. But it was pretty dope, man. That shit was that shit was pretty good. I think it was. I I definitely say it was better than the first one. Okay, I, mean, the, I like the first one. The first one was awesome. The first one was was, was lit. <clears throat> But this one, they definitely they stepped it up, man. The um, the, the I mean, if they succeeded, you got to step it up, right? Definitely. Yeah, I mean, you get the budget now. They had um, the quantity. This one was about uh, pretty much the continuation of the story from the last one, which is basically uh, I don't even remember how the last one ends. I think they won the tournament. No, nah, I think they nah. lost the tournament. Yeah, and then, Arthur didn't and win then the um, uh, uh, Shao Kahn began the invasion. Yeah. So this one opens up in the middle of like the fight while Earth's forces is fighting pretty much hordes and hordes of fucking outlanders. And um Raiden pretty much just like calls out Shao Kahn and he's like, Yo, let's go talk to the elder gods and let's do one last fucking Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. <laughs> and then but he was like, Yo, my stipulation is I'm gonna be joining the fight this time and he's gonna get and he gave up his godhood in order to compete and shit. Oh shit. That's let me right. just say, let me just say, not impressed with human rating. Not impressed. No. Not impressed with human rating. No. Usually it's just like <laughs> when you give up your divinity, usually when they do that, it's just you're giving up your immortality. Which you keep everything else. Yeah. But nah. if you lost everything else, like, fuck yeah, nah. that, nigga. Nah, I'm not yeah, giving up all like, of it. Bro, nah, like, we already got humans fighting I'll on our a, side, bro. I'll risk death, okay? But I'm not giving up my lightning. Are you stupid? You feel me? <laughs> a man's gave up everything. Lightning, durability, what? fucking... What? Even the glowing eyes, everything. My man didn't keep nothing. So Yo, was he not <laughs> even smart enough to keep relics that were empowered, <laughs> that could empower his human form, so at least he didn't have to rely on his divinity? I mean, it wasn't really like that. He didn't really... He very much he was like, yo, Elder Gods, we want to have the last tournaments. My stipulation is oh, this. And then they stripped little... his power like, ah, right away. That was sad. And then the tournament immediately began, like, right afterwards. So You know, but I guess, you know, they weren't about to fuck shit. They were like, oh, you want to talk that shit? Let's do it then. Fine. Cool. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? They'll, they'll come in and be like, yo, all right, at noon tomorrow we start. Nah, bitch, we start. Nah. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I think it was like noon tomorrow. I think they did have like uh, uh, like a day to go to the to the shit, and it started like the next day. But they immediately went to the the fucking staging grounds and outland. So, but that shit was dope. the 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 actual Mortal Kombat tournament was pretty lit. Nice. Um, uh, I like how they did the whole subverting expectations thing with Jax, where he ripped off somebody's arms. <laughs> he was fighting one of the forearms, dude, and he ripped you off his legs. Definitely expect Jax's arms to come off every. Oh time. yeah, yeah. When come he fought, on. When he fought Shao Kahn, he for sure popped his arms out in the the battle versions. Bro, I, dude, I that's like such a. I, every time that happens, I see the Will Arnett uh meme. Where he, uh, it's from, I think, Arrested Development. Probably. Where he has these uh, fancy suits and they keep getting ruined. And he goes, come on! <laughs> and he, like, spills a milkshake. It's like... I like the, um, the, the, yeah, the 
fatalities were pretty lit, man. But I feel bad for Stryker. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have to do my man's like that. He he got the greediest oh, fatality strike, out of everybody. Really? Yeah. Striker? Okay. Fucking, he was fighting Shang Tsung, and he, um... Oh, man. First, Shang Tsung, you know, fought him regularly, and then he had to be extra asshole about it, and then copied and turned into him, and then beat him in head-to-head uh, combat. That's rude. That's rude. That's just rude. <laughs> then he goes into, he turns into, like, fucking soul energy, goes into this man's, like, um, like, face, and takes control of his body and slowly backs him into a, uh, like a bladed spike that's part of the background and makes him impales himself. Wow. And then to top it off, uses his hands to rip his own head off. And then he and then he flew out of the neck socket and rematerialized. I was like, damn, bro, like, uh, who did Stryker piss off? Yeah, like, like that, was, that was extra. Who did Stryker piss off? But they were pretty good. Of course, um, uh, what's his name? Kung Lao. Kung Lao can't make it, you know what I'm saying? Damn, so, got, he got greedy? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think he was fighting... Was he fighting? I can't remember if he was fighting Shang Tsung or Shao Kahn. I can, Damn, Shang Tsung was murdering niggas, huh? Bro, what? What is the, the final uh, 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 tournament to end all tournaments? Of course, man. Shang is going to have some fun. You already know. Mm. But um, he, I think he was fighting Shang Tsung. That's what it was. No, I'm sorry. He was fighting Shao Kahn. And he um he was doing gangster shit with the hat, you know what I mean? But eventually, my man Shaw called. I have a hammer. Hat. You don't have a hammer, right? He just caught his hat and threw it back in his chest, and then he pulled the hat out and then put his hand in his chest and then ripped him in two, like um like King Shark did that one dude in, Damn. in fucking in, in, in the Suicide Squad. So yeah, the, the the fatalities were pretty greedy. They were pretty greedy. Um. Uh, you know, Joe McHale played Johnny Cage. I'm not a big fan of Johnny Cage just because of that personality yeah. type is fucking annoying. But Johnny Cage had some okay moments in there. Sonya Blade was a fucking thug. Like, I don't even know how she, she managed thugging. to survive against the Shao Kahn. But when Kung Lao didn't... But then again, he's got more beef and more history with Shao Kahn, with Kung Lao. So I can imagine uh, um, Sonya is just... Some random person, but Kung Lao, that's that nigga that's been a thorn in my side for like the last 30 oh, years. Beat your ass, nigga. But what? <laughs> it took that you shit. Should have never personal. stepped foot in my side of the hood. Ripped him entirely in two. <clears throat> and, but yeah, and also they 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 had the subplot of um of uh, uh, Scorpion's redemption pretty much because okay. it's in the previous one, he he was being used by Shin, Shinnok to um, it was being used by Quan Chi on behalf of Shinnok. To steal the key that was, was gonna allow um, fucking Shinnok to do his goofy shit, <laughs> but when the island was destroyed and um, it the the key bound itself to Scorpion, so now he was, but now it's being now Shinnok is looking for it actively because it's the last piece he needs to complete his fuckery, so he's you being hunted. Need, why the why the plan for the fuckery have to be so complicated? Because like, if, man. You see, if you see like oh man the last pieces with this deadly warrior wouldn't you be like let me just rethink the plan because I don't nah. know if we we'll get this deadly warrior no nah, it, it's the exact opposite like what kind of regularized plan you got that got like two steps that's easily completed you know what I mean if you try to take over the world or destroy the entire universe you might need a few complicated pieces I I hear you man but wouldn't you be more impressed if I had a two piece plan that was actually effective at taking over the world isn't that more impressive but do you though no I don't. <laughs> you feel, that's the thing that's the issue it doesn't exist. usually any any power strong enough to destroy the world is usually not kept in a singular piece or somewhere one or two pieces damn ancients man why are they always locking shit up and hiding shit away and making shit complicated bruh uh, because the ancient power bruh it, it's because people started getting <laughs> people started being able to talk and shit so they're like yo our shit is they started being able to talk but not necessarily reason with each other so you guys like, understand what you're saying you're a little language. bit too strong for you guys because all you motherfuckers know how to do is fight so it's, it, it, it is a really really sad like thing that in our reality most of the time, we just don't get along. Mm-hmm. Even when we understand each other completely well, like we like to frame it like, "Oh, it's just a miscommunication," or but sometimes niggas just don't get along, and it's like, "Damn, <laughs> all right, all right, why can't we be friends?" But, but yeah, no, you're that's right. Who, that shit was lit, man. Uh, uh, but yeah, the, and also he had to team up with Sub Zero, but Sub Zero had to switch sides. You know what I mean? Because last time he met um, um, Scorpion was he was killing his brother. 
So he's got that whole vengeance thing going, and they also did the Sextor, Sector and Cyrax thing where they get turned into um, I cyborgs. I sex tour for a second. I was like, I did. what? It's a whole new thing. I didn't even know that was Mortal Kombat. I did, but that was a, a, mis, <laughs> a misspeak. But, um, oh, I thought that was just me being crazy. The ninjas were lit, man. The ninjas, oh, yeah. The, the, I the love cyborg Cyrax. ninjas were fucking Cyrax is always the, the ninja I went for. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, He's the they, yellow one, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah. I believe Sector yeah. is the red dude. Yeah. But oh, and then there was smoke. Yes, he was in there too, and he also got fucking turned into a cyborg. So it was like the three cyborg ninjas versus uh, a warring um, scorpion and Sub Zero. Oh, the so, three on two. Yeah, I mean, kind of, because at first it was, you know, Sub Zero had that stupid Vegeta thing, which is just like nobody's gonna kill you except for me. Uh, you know what I mean? He has one of those things. So. I do love that though. It I do love that because it makes. It, I love the strange bedfellows. Like, oh, these guys aren't supposed to fight next to each other, but damn, they on the same team, yo. Which is that's what they kind of had to do because, you know, this goofy ass and like Scorpion's trying to stop the the the, the cyborgs from getting the MacGuffin, mm-hmm. and this goofy ass nigga Sub Zero is just on his vengeance shit. So he's just like, hey, hey, bruh, bruh, bruh. It does bruh. make for a very thin plot. It's a very thin bruh. plot device. I mean, it kind of works because I feel, I, I understand completely where What's-His-Face oh, yeah. is coming from. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, where Sub-Zero is coming from. But it's just like, you know, yeah, you can't always expect people to be adults in, 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 in like high-tension situations like that. He had to talk him down for a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> She'd yeah. have to get a little bit dire before he was more, like... More often than not, people aren't adults in high-tension situations. You feel me? <laughs> so eventually, the first couple times, Sub-Zero did try to kill my bad Scorpion, but eventually, like, the two cyborgs were not fucking around, so he was just like, yo, look, bruh, bruh. Hey. <laughs> like... You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to do some other shit. Like, I feel you. You can kill me if you want, but I'm trying to stop the universe from being destroyed. Are you on board, or you trying to be do, be petty? Listen, you need an Earth to live on, right? Well, these niggas, that's they kind, That's kind of what up. he said. It was like, yeah. yo, if they succeed, your vengeance and everything else is going to disappear into nothing. Absolutely nothing. So <laughs> it was just like, fine. I still don't like you, though. <laughs> Howdy ass niggas. Um, yeah, the eventually, you know, the tournament concluded, some other shit happened, and there was like a cool uh like kaiju esque fucking fight at the end. Oh shit. Where um uh uh Luke Hang turns into a giant fucking nice. dragon uh, versus um I don't I don't know what I don't even know what you would call that. It was like it's like a giant Pyron esque monster, like Pyron from Darkstalkers. Oh, okay. Kind of yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. that, but it's got mm-hmm. like kind of armor on. And yeah, it was basically a huge face off while the world, all the worlds are melding together and asshole netherworld soldiers like and all react realities being merged into one of these niggas like, yep, it's time for us to take over Earth Realm. But I was like, wow, well, guys, wow, <laughs> at like, least they kept, we've been waiting for the whole time. At least they kept their eyes on the prize. Right. Nothing's going to keep them from getting what they wanted. Focus, this whole time. man. Focus. Film, you gotta have it. If you're focused for long enough, you can have anything. True, you can't really be mad at your foot soldiers, right? They've been doing this for however long. You did brainwash them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so <laughs> you did brainwash them. That's so. the one thing they should be doing right now. But yeah, it, it, I enjoyed it. It was, it was pretty lit. And they also did um something else was pretty funny. They did uh, have you, are you familiar with the Shaggy's OP meme? Uh, no. Basically, they they it's like the a running joke or a meme on the internet that Shaggy is. Even though he's like all high and stupid looking, that he's like one of the strongest characters ever, but you just don't really see it because he's, you know, he's always stoned all the time. So they actually took that meme to heart in this one. And when it opens up, you see Scorpion, he's doing a bunch of like katas and fucking flips and shit in front of the WB logo. And then oh. fucking pops open and Shaggy grabs him. He's like, like, get over here, dude. And like pulls him into the shit and then it slams close. Wow. So I like that there. It's like the mo- the meme is coming full circle and shit, and they made it canon. Wow, <laughs> that's an interesting. So that was in the intro. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. like the, the the like pre everything. Like that's that's how it, it opens. Yeah, you gotta love the fanfare. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like you kind of it's the animators kind of reaching back and letting the fans know, like, yeah, hey, we listening. Yeah, we listening. So that's what's up. Yeah, uh, I watched second season of Twilight Zone. Nice. Which How was it, that? it was solid. It was solid. I would say, it 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 didn't have the heavy-handed social justice overtones of the last season. That's always in good. some of the episodes, but it had two episodes that I thought were kind of weak. 
Um, but overall, out of the 10 episodes, um, I would say it was a really good uh, season. What's the that? one with Topher Grace, man, that was a really good episode. Because uh, So the, the premise of the episode is that he's stuck in a time loop. Mm-hmm. Like he Groundhog Day type time loop. At some point, he's going through this day. There's this girl that he notices. And so he becomes infatuated with her. And so he just keeps reliving this day, trying to court her for this day. And he's and so he's <laughs> remembering. Well make the best of it. Yeah, and well, it just of course it goes sideways. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? But uh, he gets at, at at some like I guess he gets mildly successful with her at some points, mm-hmm. and then at other points not so successful. But um, yeah, he. He 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 definitely snaps, and it's a very very interesting, it's a very interesting uh, uh, plot development that they chose to go with with uh, with that one because it subverts the typical idea of what goes on in the time loop. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, like the, nah, bro, that that's horrifying, buddy. That is a nightmare to be trapped in any kind of Groundhog Day situation. Fuck that. Yes. And then imagine that you find out that you're being quartered by somebody who's in that, and so. They decide that whenever you do something that they don't like, they just reset the day by <laughs> by doing wild shit. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. Like, yeah. I mean, shit. It definitely like I'm watching it, and, it, and it, it it's it's a really good episode for how dynamic it is. It starts out, and you're like, wow, this is so interesting. This is kind of cute, and it's like, oh man, it's getting kind of weird, and it's getting like really tense, and it's like. Oh wow! Getting a little. This nigga's crazy. Got it. (laughs) Because yeah, it's it's a really good episode. But um, yeah, they they had another episode where uh, it's like a a set in the backdrop of like a Mean Girls setting, Mm -hmm. where the group of teenage girls in high school, um, but one of them figures uh figures out she has uh psychic powers. Okay, and that one takes a turn. Cause I'm not absolutely, and 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 that's it. Definitely, I can give them a lot of credit for the direction and how they how they produce that episode. Cause I have zero interest in the teenage drama, <laughs> zero interest, and they managed to to hook me the entire episode, and it definitely paid off. Um, but then they had a couple of shallow ones. Like there's one where uh, it's an undersea lab, and there's a and 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 it has a great premise, but like just doesn't deliver which is weird because so many of these like even when you're wondering like what the fuck is this about deliver in the end you know what i mean yeah and so yeah just they stick the landing yeah for them to flop the landing on that was, was kind of was kind of weird um and i forgot what the other one was that that i really didn't like it was in case in point it was very forgettable <laughs> um but yeah I do explicitly remember uh, feeling very good about uh, the other episodes, though. But that la- that uh, I think that was episode nine of the of season two uh, really stuck out in my mind because I thought that Topher Grace's performance and the female lead's performance was really good too. I don't know her name; she's not a famous actress, I don't think. But um, yeah, she did a great performance. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely I I don't believe there's a season three coming out. Is there? Oh, I have no clue. Yeah, I have no clue. I haven't heard anything on uh uh anything and uh that So wait, if we talked about it when it was released, that means that it, it's possibly still within the window where season 3 could be in production now. Mm, no idea. Uh when did season Do you know when season 2 ended? That would be the easiest one. Actually, I wanna no. Say, I want to say 20. Season 3 is already out. Oh, it's already out. Okay, yeah. so it's just not on the streaming platform that I was using. Yeah. Uh wait, season 3. No, I'm I'm stupid. Google gave me the fucking <laughs> the night I'm looking at the dates 1961. Yeah. Oh, that's the original. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I see an article here. It says that um Jordan Peele's The Twilight Zone won't get a season 3. Oh. Ain't that a shame. Uh, in February 2021, it was revealed. Uh, okay. CBS announced that they didn't renew it. Oh yeah, and that's on CBS, man. Like I would have loved to see him do that on with a little bit more leeway. Like put that on a platform like Showtime, maybe something like that. I think that I think that it it would get a welcome home on a on a network like that where he could kind of maybe be a little bit more risque with the presentation. 
and get it, you know, maybe really delve into the horror aspects a little bit more because I think that probably being on CBS might have might have caused them to have to shy away from anything that's too, you know, out there. But I, mean, I don't know. I mean, that's possible, but you know, the 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 original one one is all, was also on network television too. So keeping in the framework of of its predecessor, <clears throat> it shouldn't really need uh, uh, the, the the freedom of cable in order to do what it do. It's true. I mean, it, it's definitely a different media environment, but yeah, absolutely. I, I, huh? As it absolutely. Yeah, but I'm, I'm pretty sure you're, you're probably right. <clears throat> it probably had less to do with that than um whatever the the ratings were. You know, the ratings probably dictated the majority of of what goes on with when it comes to the return that, of season and it, three. And, and it's CBS. You know, CBS isn't really like. I I also don't feel like that's. I don't feel like that's really the right network for that show. I don't feel like it is either, really? but... I don't feel like a lot of... I don't know where of... else it would have gone, you know, honestly. <laughs> I don't know what... Because I don't watch network television. I feel so. like that might do better on a, on both ABC and on Fox. I think it would do better on both those networks. Yeah. CB, I don't I don't know if it's the, still the same, but from CBS, I get like an old people vibe. You know okay. what I'm saying? I get like an old white people vibe from CBS and a lot of the shows they make. Huh. Maybe that's because Touched by an Angel used to come on on CBS. <laughs> That'll definitely give you that feeling. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think I haven't watched TV fucking almost 19 years, dude. Yeah. So I would, I can't even validly comment on that shit. I have no idea what the programming's like. But yeah, that's what's up. Let's go ahead and hit up some of these topics. Oh, man. This one I just wanted to touch on because we, we knew it was going to happen. <laughs> Somebody snatched Lil Uzi Vert's diamond off his forehead. And we knew it was going to happen. That's not but bad. W- w- the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because you take it, listen to how, what happened. This nigga was stage, stage, stage diving with it on. And of course, someone in the crowd, in the yeah. crowd grabbed that yeah. shit off his head. For sure. I was like, bro, why would you do that? Now, of course, you know, they got that bitch back. You know, they wasn't letting nobody out that stadium unless they I mean, got that diamond back. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's you, how are you going to hide that? You, you literally got to put that in your butthole. That's the only right. way out. Prison wallet, that shit, because it's, it's going to be pretty fucking unique. Yeah, I can only imagine, bro. Like, that shit is not smart. And, and I'm hoping that they just played it off like it was an accident, because that was not the place to try to rob a Uzi Bird at the concert. <laughs> but that is absolutely what you would expect to happen. If you, if you jump off of a stage into a crowd of people with a 20-something million dollar mm-hmm. diamond on your face. And and it's also exactly what you would expect from someone with such shallow thinking and poor impulse control. You know what I'm saying? Like, they probably saw him jump in there. They were like, oh, it's the perfect crime. <laughs> and then they shut down the what whole could stadium. Go wrong? Snatched. Oh, that was easy. Five seconds later. Yo, that nigga right there got it. You feel me? Like, Beats, paws, bro. hands, everything on him. Oh, man. That was a well-thought-out plan, my friend. Well-thought-out. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, that wasn't like a... It's not a snatch-and-grab if you can't flee. Right, when you're surrounded by a crowd of fucking bro, people. Oh, <laughs> I saw the worst video on Twitter <laughs> where this chick... I guess her and her friends uh, went to the store to go, like, snatch up some apparel or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, when she ran back to the car with the apparel that she was, that she snatched, they locked they got cold feet and locked the door on her and drove off. <laughs> uh, cold feet. They set uh, that motherfucker up, bro. They they don't like you. They are not yeah, your friends. Yeah, you know that's that's honestly really what probably happened. <laughs> they are not I'm your over here friends. Giving them they the benefit set of the you doubt. up. Cold yeah. feet. What? That's hilarious. That's fucked up. Yeah, dude. I, I was like, man. Up. I mean, that's a dumb crime. You kind of you, you set yourself up at that kind at that level of stupidity, you know what I mean? Definitely. But at the same token, it's like, man, they didn't have to do her like that. <laughs> she was clearly all, well on her way to do, getting herself in trouble. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. But yeah, um, little Uzi Vert, man. Yo, what is up with these young people, man? Like, why y'all be wilding like this, yo? That's what young people do, man. Like you're mad young and successful, <clears throat> and you can do whatever you want. And I'm not mad at you. It just seems real silly, like. Didn't you want to stage dive with it on? I mean, All right, my G. I guess. Okay. Like, I mean, I'm a broke nigga. We're in the I old have no stages, right to comment bro. on what little Uzi Vert does. It's not even that. We're in the old stages. You got to understand when you come from poverty and then you get money, you're not going to want to immediately go conservative. He has to go through his wild years before nah, he can but settle that, down. No, that nigga's been rich for a long time, bro. 
Oh, he was he was born rich or no, no, no. But I'm just saying, he's yeah, that's rich what I mean. For like almost a decade now, like. But he's still point. only like twenty something. That doesn't yeah, mean anything. That know, only makes it worse. Yeah, <laughs> that only makes it worse. I don't think he's out of his twenties. <laughs> you feel me? Like I don't like I I don't really expect maturity from people in in situations like that because their life isn't really set up to kind of make them go I don't that know. way. I don't I don't know if that's maturity. That's that's just wild reckless. Like there was, there, and I feel like maturity is kind of what mitigates recklessness. No, nah, I would no, nah, I wouldn't say that. Like that's okay. It, it seems like yo, you have no regard for yourself. Like that's not maturity. Like I know little kids who be like, nah, I don't want to, I don't want to go outside with this toy. They're gonna take it. You know what I mean? Like little kids get that. That's that's not a level of maturity. That's just like, oh, you just don't give a shit about nothing. That's that's a, I don't know. That feels different to me. Uh, but yeah, it, I mean. That's his prerogative, it, 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 though, you know what I mean? It totally is, too, man. Yeah. That's the worst part. It's like, man... Do your thing. I don't really give a shit. <laughs> and you, know, and you know what's funny? And so so that leads me into this next uh, this next uh, topic. Did you see the video of the guy who quit his job to go ask Logan Paul for a job? No, I just saw... I saw, Bro, like, a, a thumbnail of it. It's the most... Critical. It, it, is, it is the most pitiful shit that I've ever seen. First of all, like... This kid is 22 with a job that pays him $100,000 a year. Like, I, I, who is investing that much into somebody who is that, like, reckless with their, with their, with their business? Like, they didn't care enough about what they were doing that they were getting paid $100,000 for to even keep their job. And it's not like he had a plan and a passion if you watch the video, he goes to Logan Paul, and Logan Paul, his peoples are like, yo, you want to get him out of here? And he's like, no, 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 I'm actually interested. And he asks <laughs> the kid, and he's like, so what do you do? And he's like, you know, I do a dance. And he goes, oh, okay, so you're TikTok? What's your TikTok? And he's like, nah, I'm, I mean, I don't really do anything. And I'm like, wait a second. You didn't even, you left your job where evidently you had a skill that you were replying to something and that they were paying you relatively well for? To do something that you didn't even have an inkling of an idea of what you would be doing, I'm like, how the fuck do you, how do you, how do you get so far in life, so early in life? You know what I mean? Like this shit is wild. Like yeah, I understand. You might just have a tech job or something. You know what I mean? There's a couple, there's a couple of jobs out there that'll pay you like six figures if you're in the right field. Absolutely, I, I definitely understand that. But I guess, well, I don't know. Usually. I see a lot of gatekeeping going on when people try to to ascend. You know what I mean through through the ranks of 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 well then the tech industry is totally different because I'm used to like people who get seniority in union positions and so they you know when you get to the point where you're getting you know six figures, you've earned a certain amount of seniority. And it's hard to gain that kind of seniority if you don't have certain you know sense. We could also care. be ignoring the obvious that he also came from money. Oh, that's true. If he comes for money, that you know, would also be a reason for him not to God, it's really so not work a part so of hard. my life that I don't even go to nepotism. I don't even stop <laughs> to think like, oh yeah, somebody just gave him the fucking job. That too. You know what I mean? Which which is crazy. It's like, damn, that's some really which good failing Which would explain upwards. why he wouldn't care about quitting it. Absolutely. Which would also that would, explain that would why he thought he the lack of value walk up position. to Logan Paul and ask for a job like, with no. nothing behind it. And then you know what the worst part about the whole situation is? Is that people are looking at Logan Paul like he's the asshole. But he is an asshole, so that's all right. I'm I'm sure he is an asshole, but definitely not for this. He listens to that man, yeah, but you know, hang himself. The internet on camera. does that. That's what the internet does. Like if you have enough, if you have enough votes, you will have a large majority of those votes that are telling you whatever it is you're doing is wrong. That shit is crazy. And this you dude, feel me? And, and then I don't understand what sympathy this guy thought he was garnering, crying, talking about. I asked Logan Paul for. He said he just made three million. I just wanted a job, like nigga. You went over there and he listened to you when you snuck backstage and you told him you have no skills. It might and not he be asked sympathy. You, why would I why would I hire you? It might you had not no be answer. sympathy. It could just be reality punching him in the face, you know what I mean? The the reality of the fact that oh, I just quit my job and publicly embarrassed myself in front of a bunch of people. That might make somebody like him that might be enough to make him cry. But then why would you post it? 
Make the same reason why he invented that. Kareem, we, we live in Cloud. the internet age. What do you mean, That's why right. would you That's post right. it? No, no. What, what does that question mean? You're right, you're right, you're right. I'm from an era where, where when you mean? cry in public, Have you ever seen niggas TikTok? laugh at you until you get the fuck out of here. They tell you, you stop the it. Yeah. The reason why they post it is because you get a lot of money. If you know how to game the, the, the YouTube algorithm, you can make a lot of money just doing things. And that's true. I mean, that 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 just from Logan Paul's fans arbitrarily clicking on that video, he probably got millions of views. You feel me? And man? was able to monetize that video if he has a channel that's monetizable. Yeah. So, yeah. Damn, that shit's crazy. You just, all you got to do is cut that one little section, put it on his TikToks, fucking two, three million views. TikTok. And then it gets picked up by some news organization and gets spikes again. Like, you know, we, we live in that age. We live in that media age of I'm just like you. useless content. I said it before TikTok will be the downfall of this country. Not joking. <laughs> but uh, that shit is that, that, I was like, man, I can't, I, this whole era of like, yo, putting everything on the, the internet, that shit still just is so weird to me, you know? And, and I don't know, man. I'm, I feel like that's going to be something interesting that I have to interface with Kendrick with, because it's only going to get worse by the time he gets becomes an adult. You know what I mean? And and he's going to be navigating it like like that's the water he swims in, and I'm going to be over here like, bro, what it what? How? Sway how? But that's just the old man in me. Fucking technology ain't waiting for nobody. Mm -mm. And, And and people will always be notoriously bad at using it. Because <laughs> it's like, yo, bro, that's a, that's, a, I don't know, that seems like such a superfluous use of, of, of your camera phone. You know what I mean? Your thousand dollar phone to videotape yourself crying about something that you probably shouldn't have done. I mean, it is, place. but like, there is no real rule against using your phone. Oh, yeah, there things. definitely is no rules against that. That's for you sure. Actually, they encourage it. Mm-hmm. They definitely encourage it. As long as you're using it, it it's doing its job. <laughs> so, moving on from that. So, um, this was interesting. So I think that I've actually encountered an actual true to life cancel culture canceling. Nice. Okay. So I think I think the lady's name is Danielle Rose, I wanna say. I could be wrong. But she was uh she was a um one of the officers at a poetry magazine, Baron magazine. And she really just was open about her opinion that poets shouldn't overstate the reach and influence that they have in the public sphere. Which poets have influence in the public sphere? This is why it shouldn't have been a controversial statement. <laughs> this is why it shouldn't have like yes, they have definitely influenced people and inspired people and they have made great things like all artists have. But all she said is that they shouldn't overstate the influence that they actually have see, on the ground see, in the real world. This is one of those things where you should address specifically the person you're talking about and not make such a general statement, statement that doesn't really make right. any sense. You're absolutely right. Well, no, the statement made perfect sense to me as just an arbitrary <laughs> third person who read a tweet because it's a tweet. You know what I mean? So I mean, I understand I what she's saying, but name an influential poet after Maya Angelou. Yeah. You see, you see that quietness? Like, that's... I mean, they... they, they like, I don't know is, what is she's like, talking about. She Amanda must be talking Gourmand about someone hugely, specific. is hugely talented, but she doesn't influence anything. And that's what and that's the whole point she was trying to make. You know what I mean? Like, having talent and being influential are two totally different things. And so she said that poets around the world got into her Twitter mentions. And then the magazine citing the social media, literally citing the social media uh, response, fired her. Owned. And I'm just like, holy shit, she just got canceled. (laughs) Like, for real, real canceled. Like, she said something, it was an honest opinion that she had every right to have, and everyone could be pissed about it, but that's absolutely not a fireable offense. I don't even know if that's real canceling, though, because she didn't even really say nothing controversial or no, bad. You but know that's what, what I'm mean? saying. That, that's what makes it feel like, like usually a when cancel you, culture Usually thing. when you get canceled, you actually did something or said something that was offensive to somebody. Yeah, I mean, but it was... That, that's the thing, is that she said something that was... A, 
and I guess this is this that's the the extremes. It's like even if you say something that is generally true and verifiably true, you know what I mean? Like we we could definitely poll people in in America and be like, "Yo, what's your inspirations?" And I guarantee you like maybe if you consider songwriters poets, like you'll get a lot of people who cite music, but I don't think that you're going to get a lot of people who cite poets yeah. like by name. No. You know what I mean? Like that was a that so was it was a relatively yes reason to lose your job, lady. That wasn't even a, a statement of any substance. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm just like, holy shit, dude. But that's what it is. But that's how paper thin. That's why I, I had to get out of the corporate culture. Because you know, if you think poets are sensitive, you try working around librarians. Librarians are hella sensitive. I mean, compared to me, most people in general are sensitive, so... Man, it's super bad. You know, and and that's not even a shot at the homies. You know what I mean? I'm friends with a lot of librarians, but you know, some of the things that I would see them institutionally react to, I'm like, yo, y'all are fucking crazy. You're really about to have an institutional response, meaning you're about to have policy and change people's training based on some fuck shit. You know what I mean? Because someone came in and smelled like pee. Now I have to go through sensitivity training? Like, nah, B, that's not cool. Like, that's, that's, that doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't want nothing to do with me. Yeah, corporate culture is goofy like that. Yeah, that shit was weird. But, um, yeah, I, I, I really felt bad for her because I was like, man. Like, but this is, this is, I think, what we've gone from, like, the idea of cancel culture to, like, the culture of cancel culture. Like, we have a culture of people who think that if you get enough people to yell at you online, that you actually deserve to have, like, ramifications regardless to the substance to their of their argument. You know, that's a, that, that's a whole, like, you have to have a whole mindset to validate a bunch of tweets that are mad about someone's comment. You know what I mean? Like, no, nah, right now people still view tweets as real speech. You know what I mean? So that's why it's that's like, wild. it's like, basically, they see all of a sudden that institution now has a bunch of negative responses about this one lady in regards to this one thing, whereas the day before, literally, all that never existed. And so, in going into damage control, they do the first thing they know how, which is to eject the the problem. And, yeah, you know, it's it's that's just. I think that's America's culture of overcorrecting. Yes. And it's yes. been like that so for that, a long, long time. Exactly. And that's what I was describing. The as new the name. Cult, just because we add a new culture. name yeah. to it as is cancer culture, it's the same, same old thing shit. as PC culture from a few years before that. It's just, it's just. Yeah, I think there's a straight line. There's a straight line of progression between those America doesn't do nuanced responses to crises. America doesn't do that. America looks to immediately get, immediately get you to stop talking about the crisis. That's the first thing they try to do. Until, until the, until you could get Americans to realize that dropping the atomic bomb was not a good thing. (laughs) You're going to have that. I think that that, because that I think is the ultimate historical like you have no nuance if you can't look at that and say, "Yo, dropping the atomic bomb was a bad thing." You could say everything you want about war, and all of those things would be objectively true. But dropping an atomic bomb and killing two hundred and some odd thousand people at one time is a bad thing to do, ever for any human yep. at any time. You know what I mean? And so until you can get the average American to come to grips with that. You're right. America is going to always have zero nuanced, blunt force responses to everything. Because mm-hmm. you and you can tell, like, say, oh, we we're we're in a protracted war. Drop the biggest bomb you could think of. <laughs> Moab. Holy shit. We gotta dude. name it that. Like, we gotta let you know that it's the biggest bomb ever. Yeah, and and you see it culturally manifest in things like. You know, somebody made a callous and sensitive statement, and instead of taking the nuanced, you know, point of having a discourse with them, maybe even a public discourse if it's if the if the subject merits, and you know, helping people grow out of it. Nah, fuck that. Get them out of here. Pretty much, they just want to silence the. Maybe engage the her as to why she feels that way. Maybe write it down, and then on top of that, the the the, the response letter was clearly not written by poets. <laughs> it was it, it, it used so many redundant idioms. I can't even imagine that 
it, it came from anybody who was anywhere near the writing staff. Like, why wouldn't well, you at least get somebody who's good at writing to write You have a poet do response? it, Kareem, because that would only prove her point that they <laughs> had too much influence. <laughs> oh, man. You know, and case in point, like, they couldn't even get a poet to write it to, to get the, the point across. <laughs> not right. even influential enough to punish me for the shit I not, said. Not even influ- po- poets are so influential that they don't even run their own publications. When they are literally That's in the funny. business of writing fancifully... They don't even run their own publications. Nah, I feel like depending on what state she's in, unless she's in like a, one of them no reason termination states, she should have a case for wrongful termination. You know Especially because, I mean, they wrote a letter. There you go. You know, you just take right? that letter and be like, hey, do I have a right take to... Take that shit to your lawyer. Yeah, what do exactly. I do with this, bro? Bro, check this shit. These goofy see, ass niggas really fired me over a response on Twitter. Like, nah. <laughs> I know there are some states that they could fire you for any any reason at any time. So if you're in one of them states, it sucks to be you. But yeah, which I'm. Yeah. See, that's what you. They're really mostly in the do, middle of the yeah. country in Florida, right? Uh, I'm not really sure. I I don't even I I just found out that was a thing maybe a few years back, but I don't know don't know the specifics of where and where. Yeah. I, what is that called? Right to work. Is that what, that might be it? Yeah. 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 Anyway, moving on from that. Uh, oh geez, so I thought that this was 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 real interesting. So Texas has decided to uh, back up their abor- abortion ban with empowering citizen citizens to sue people who are involved with the administration of abortions. Did you know they put a cash bounty on this shit? They paying people ten grand to snitch. Yeah, they were spamming the fuck out of that website with Shrek porn last last I heard last week. Oh yeah, yeah, and 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 oh man, so I love black people. There was this young kid who uh, made TikToks explaining like, oh yeah, yeah, this is how you can make your own script. <laughs> so just you know what I mean. We have to do this in a decentralized way, but uh, yeah, let's get this down because this shit is crazy. Yeah, that shit you know absurd. what's what's really funny is. Um, that's one thing I used to always say. I was like, yo, why motherfuckers be all up in people's business? Like, do you get, do you, do you get like a bonus on your tax return for snitching at the end of the year or something like that? I guess they do now. But yeah, but you feel me? The government's like, you know what? That's a good idea. <laughs> See, that's the, that should be the, that'd be the part that'd be pissing me off. I'd be that's saying shit hyperbolically idea. and then niggas be thinking about it like, you know what though? You feel me? What if we did do that? Yeah. Like, nah, B, that wasn't this the point of me work. saying that. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I thought that that was absurd, man. Like the institutionalizing again of of the idea that people are now deputized to to monitor each other's behavior in a in a, an authoritative way is madness. Yeah, this country is crazy, and the fact that the fact that you know Joe Biden has to mince his words when he wants to denounce it is like, yo, my nigga, what the fuck. Like, you don't have to pussyfoot around the fact that Texas is a whole fucking other country at this point. <laughs> Texas is a whole other country at this point. Texas they, has drank their Kool-Aid. They now believe all the myths they tell themselves about yeah. themselves. For, oh, man. Oh, man. That's why, man. And I don't I, I, I have a lot of friends and family that live in Texas. And I'm just like, I don't know why y'all niggas do that shit. Like, I, I mean... It's you're living in a willful delusion to assume that you know this is not the world that you're walking out into when you leave your front door. You know what I mean? And it's like it's it's all cool and fun to ignore shit until you can't ignore it anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> until it's knocking at your door. And so I'm just like I don't know why people subject themselves to that. Like, you know that, that's why I choose to live where you know in the neighborhoods that I live in because it's like you know I. I rather, you know, have a, a a better understanding of the people around me. You know what I mean? And in Texas, I just don't get. I don't like. I don't get why so many people care that much about what other people do with their, you know, important decisions in life. Like that's mm-hmm. a huge decision in life. You know, and and the idea that any woman gets an abortion lightly is fucking sick in the head. You know what I mean? And so. I just don't know what's wrong with these people. So I couldn't imagine not trying to live around them and then pretend that they're not crazy every time I leave my door. And hope they're not armed as well. No, but you know they're armed. They don't need <laughs> licenses anymore. They right, but that doesn't mean that yeah. everybody has a gun and is actually willing to carry Bruh, it. Bruh, you know I mean? 
in Texas, in Texas, you really yeah. Get it. I know there's a lot, but I, that, I, my point is yeah. to say that it's not a hundred percent. That is okay. That, yeah, that's I'll all. give you that. It's not a hundred percent, but it's really high. Like I think you have a better chance of running into a gun than not. You don't think so? Nah, definitely not. Because I, I definitely I feel, when I, I visited my dad, I saw a lot of open carry. There's definitely a subset of people that are absolutely obsessed with guns like that, but it's not it's not universal at all. Those people are just much more vocal, and they care much more about guns than the people that don't. Yeah, the, the people who don't carry guns know they have to stay inside because the people outside with guns they are very dangerous. Um, so you're not gonna see them as frequently. Because uh, yeah, dude, it's nothing. It, it's I bad. Love. A poorly educated state that's well armed. Oh, oh yeah. jeez, man. Like I can't. I just can't imagine. I can't imagine. Um, but I've never been to places like Austin. I think Austin might be different. I was in. I went to Dallas. And yeah, look, Dallas. I, look, bro, I can't teleport, bro. my G. So <laughs> that don't really mean nothing because they're connected to some places that's probably not as good as those. Yeah, like, ugh. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, uh, you know, you go out to those other, um, more, I guess, liberal areas. You get sensible people, but it's not enough to to balance out the legislature because they still passing these crazy ass laws. The Texas state legislature is wild. And you got giant fucking deer running around. You got giant mutant Bro, deer all over the place. Texas edition deer, though. You feel me? That shit is crazy. Nah, I'm, I'm going north. I'm not going. <laughs> nah, it's, like, it's getting cold up north. I know. Well, I don't know, man. The, 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 the trends are switching. <laughs> the trends are switching. So, so those cold areas, they're going to be warm in a couple years. You just watch. <laughs> all that permafrost is going to melt. Glass is going to melt. Damn, I wonder what Alaska's gonna be like with, with their, you know what I mean? When global warming really hits, because don't they get really weird weather patterns? Like, well, their day-night cycle is all kind of wonky. Yeah, it's just like the solstice and equinox. You know, the the longest day, longest night. It slowly moves towards that, to where it's a really long day, and it's like that for long days for a few months, and then you know, it gets slowly back to summertime, where you got oh, solstice is long nights, and then summertime is long days. Yeah, dude. Climate change cool, is gonna though. make things a lot of. It's gonna make a lot of places interesting. <laughs> it's kind of cool. It's nice to that go. Beach from Alaska time. property, bro. Yeah, no, I'm good. Now nah, you're good. I'm good. It's too far north, dude. It's way too far north. It's yeah. a little too much. Like, I, it's somewhere right in the middle. I don't like big cities, but I don't also like. I know I live in a no bush. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm definitely. I need some infrastructure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Small town. Small shit. towns, small towns are nice. Shit. I gotta be. I if it's a small town, I have to have like thirty minute proximity to the city, though. I don't want to be that far from the city. I don't know. I I do. I appreciate the urban environment, especially when you can cultivate like a cut out a nice little nook. You know what I mean? Nice little nice little space for yourself. The urban environment could be could be appealing, but honestly, I don't think that it's ecologically viable for us to stack so many humans in one place. I think that's a, probably going to be a long-term. Like, if humans persist into the future without destroying this ourselves or the planet, I think we're going to have to diffuse our, our population out <laughs> of cities and, and spread out a bit because, um, yeah, it's just our, our, our resource depletion, it's just crazy. No, it's it's triple S tier. I think it's only going to get more concentrated, man, because <clears throat> people go to where the work is. Well, if you that... If that so part of the issues with man-made climate change comes from cities. You know what I mean? So if we ever want to do something about climate change, we're going to have to do something about cities. Cities are a huge contributor to that. And so if if we don't do so, if we get more concentrated in the cities, I mean, unless we find a way to, to technologically change cities so that they're not like these huge, you know, uh, CO2 emitters, I don't know, man. Then we're we're just doomed. We're ref we're definitely doomed. I mean, I feel you, but you could say the same thing about fossil fuels too, could you not? No. Well, the thing about fossil fuels is that we'll eventually we'll run out. Sure. But the human propensity to consume the resources in any given region—that's infinite. Like as long as we exist, I you see know. what you're saying. Logically, yeah. it should happen. Sure, I get, I get what you're saying there. Yes, it would make sense if we did that because, <laughs> logically speaking, yeah, that yeah, we should do things that would make it so <laughs> that, that would we're mitigate not our, our, the our, you know, the disasters on the environment. But yes, we, 
it's very clear we're not going to do that. It's it is very very clear, especially because I, I, in most of the industrialized nations, they're promoting people to move to cities. They're creating urban centers in places where there are none. Mm-hmm. So you know they're just going to recreate the same you know disastrous results over and over. You know unless of course, as I said, we if we start implementing technologies that don't have the same tech. Um, I, I I'll I'll call it the carbon footprint, but just same negative net negative ecological effects. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna try to out. We're gonna try to out technology, out technology global warning. I think. Are we gonna out capitalism it? Pretty much. I Damn. I guarantee you, they're just gonna keep trying to fix the problem, <laughs> but not do anything that stops the problem from getting actually worse. And and yeah, and I and that's a serious cultural issue in America. Is it, once again never addressing addressing a, the issues in a nuanced way. Just trying to do you know just whatever trying to get you to stop big, complaining about it yeah big that's sweeping the most measure important could... issue the, the most important thing isn't getting the problem to stop it's getting you to stop complaining about the problem <laughs> and they're really good at it what they're really Brothers, good at it. they're experts man <sighs> so good at that shit if they don't distract you then they come up with some fucking confusing bullshit or they come up with a solution that they have a, a, a countermeasure for six months down the line yeah man and and See, speaking of uh, about another an- another topic, never addressing the issue properly. So you got the people at Sandy Hook who are still attempting to get some kind of justice for what happened to their kids. Um, the Sandy Hook shooter, I don't remember. Was he? Did he die on the scene? I don't remember. Either. I don't remember. Um, but nonetheless, the people of Sandy Hook have taken to suing the gun companies uh, for openly uh, promoting or, or proliferating guns the way that they have. So they are attempting to, to sue the gun manufacturers for some form of recompense. I don't know exactly know how or what you could recompense from them, from them in reference to this, but I guess it's to try to... to to mitigate their influence over gun regulation. Also to set a precedent too. If they yeah. if they set the precedent of having mm-hmm. the, the, the gun manufacturers on the hook for um uh you know crimes committed with the gun, that's that's a huge well, step. Because the, the the thing is is that a lot of the guns are you know, like they don't make guns in Chicago. They get there somehow, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the gun manufacturers could end the black market because they they provide, you know what I mean? What the guns that are on the street will be on the street, but the way new guns get on the street is through lax measures on their end. You know what I mean? If they tighten their 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 hold on their supply, it would go a long way to to removing guns from the street. Moreover. Um, ammo, things like that. Even though people make ammo privately, uh, once again, I don't know many people who are pressing bullets in the hood. <laughs> so um, it would just, uh, you know, if they really wanted to help do their part in helping the violence in, in places like that. So I, I get that. Now, what really bothers me is the, the legal precedent um, that the gun manufacturers are using by attempting to subpoena the record, the the school records of the kids who died. I don't even know why they would allow that to be subpoenaed and submitted as evidence for anything. Like the that I mean, I can't imagine how a judge lets that go through. Because a judge has to sign off on a subpoena, I believe. How in the world what what is the validation? I gotta know, I gotta know because it can't like the the children are dead, and and I can't in any way, shape, or form imagine what they're attempting to glean from the school records of of elementary school kids. I don't know very many people whose futures are dictated by their elementary school uh, behavior. Honestly, I like that. That's that's kind of absurd and sick that the that the court would allow that 
that maneuver to be pulled by the uh by the gun manufacturers. But once again, is suing the gun manufacturers the answer? Like I, I agree with you. I like the precedent that they're trying to set. But is that is using the legislature to solve this issue? Is that is that going to be the most effective way? Because they, you know, the gun manufacturers, they got a lot of money, which means they can pay a lot of lawyers and a lot of lobbyists to 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 obfuscate the goals of the people coming against them. So it's like, I don't know, I don't know. But I think that it it doesn't bode well for the families of Sandy Hook when the court is allowing the gun manufacturers to do things like subpoena for their child, their children's um, um, school records. That shit's crazy to me, you know? And it's just, once again, why I wouldn't, I have no interest in, in forcing my child into that environment. You know, when he's old enough to, to, to want to be in that environment, if he wants to, he will have the freedom of choice to do so. But I would, I, I'm fully well capable of teaching up to a 12th grade curriculum. There's no reason for me to put him in that environment. Like, that shit is just, it seems very, it sucks that society is organized that 99% of people have to do that. You know what I mean? Have to submit their children to this school system that doesn't care about them. And when they're murdered in it, the judicial system sides with the people who made the guns. You know? When they're trying to do whatever they can do to, as we said, set some kind of legal precedent to get the gun manufacturers to tighten their fucking, their their supply lines up. Stop letting so many fucking guns get out into the open. Illegally. But, what are you going to do? That's, you know, this country really has an issue with, with, with not wanting to address its problems, man. And, and I don't, I don't know if it's a byproduct to have uh if it's a byproduct of having made it profitable to solve all of those like people make money off of these issues while they're issues, you know what I mean? And so it's they tend to let them persist so that they can keep on getting getting money out of them. There's no actual there's no actual profit in solving problems. There's only profit in addressing them. Like you were saying, you know, get you to stop complaining. You know, there's no actual profit in solving the prob- problem so that you stop complaining. All the profit is getting you to stop complaining, mm-hmm. which is like... They'll come up with an entire department to address the complaints, but no department but to fix, fix the problem. Fix the fucking problem, you know what I mean? It's crazy. It's pathological, you know? And and you got to kind of... You got to recognize pathological behavior if you ever want to get out of the loop. And, man, it's like, um, I don't know. It's like that. Uh, uh, what what was that? They're putting together a, a a fucking coalition to investigate the efficacy of uh, reparations and stuff like that. Just Jesus like that. Christ, yeah, just yeah. like that thing. Yeah, you know, and honestly, like that, that, like what kind of mental gymnastics does the average American <laughs> have to do to to say that? Hey, you know what? These people have lived. They they were robbed, deprived. And then systems were created to keep them in that state. There's uh, a side. I don't see it. You know, the, the, the fact that they can't even say, hey, you deserve it is wild to me. Even if you're not going to do anything, I get it. Like, there's tons of times when people, you know, acknowledge the wrong that was done with no, no mind whatsoever as to how to fix the things that they've done. And, and I get it. This, this, is, this would be one of those situations. But they can't even fix their mouth to admit that, oh, yeah, no, that, that that community was hurt and was never made whole to even start the race again. So, yeah, it's, it's very obvious why there's, the outcomes are so bad. You know, like, no, they, they, they much rather just assume that these are bad people and move, move, move along. You know what I mean? It, it's just crazy. But, um, yeah. Here, we'll wrap up with this one because this one I thought was was a little bit prescient. So based on the the, uh, recall results that I think will be going in, I want to say on the 23rd of this month. I'm probably wrong either way. Um, One of the guys on the uh, ballot who's actually looking like the Republican frontrunner, Larry Elder, 
decided to go on a a, a Candace Owens podcast Let's tour. Let's do it. Let's do it, bro. The the height of coonery, bro. <laughs> this nigga went on there and said that by all accounts and purposes, America owes the slave masters reparations. Facts. They've suffered too much and for too long. You feel me? They are the most abused class in America as the slave owners. As a matter of fact, we haven't given them enough. God damn it. That's some Uncle Ruckus Bro. ass shit. <laughs> and, and this is why in the event that I ever play around in politics, the Republicans have always been a non-starter for me. Because no matter how bad the Democrats are, the Republicans will do or say something that'll make you have to side with that shitty Democrat. <laughs> no matter how shitty I believe Gavin Newsom's fiscal policy is, no matter how shitty I think some of his public policy That's is, funny. I absolutely can't support the guy who says that the slave masters are the ones who deserve reparations. I just can't. I just can't. And, and look, the presidential election was no different. Now, I just abstained when it came to that that, that section of my ballot. And I, and 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 it's so funny because I'm just now hearing people talk about like, hey, you know, like a lot of people just abstain from voting for like odious candidates, right? Like they go and they want to vote. They want to participate, but they won't be bullied into voting people. And a lot of people leave that top section blank. They don't fuck with none of y'all. And you know, it, it's it's a position that a lot of people have. And God, the Republicans, they can't even manage to field someone who is an who isn't already a non-starter from the gate. Like that's just this is the first time I've ever heard Larry Elder speak publicly. And the first thing that I've ever heard out of uh from him publicly is that he believes that slave masters deserve reparations. This is like the Republicans are so fucking trash, and which makes me doubly mad at the Democrats because not only are they trash, but they're trash in the face of that trash. Like you don't even gotta try hard. Like you could really do the bare minimum, but of course the Democrats, you know, it, it's all a farce. You know, they're really Democrats and Republicans are the same people. They're all they're they're generally the same class of people, and they all have the same interest. They just like different colors. You know what I mean? That's really all it is. Some of them like blue donkeys and some of them like red elephants. That's a literally the depth of of nuance to why rich people choose Democrat or Republican. <laughs> it's really not about policy or anything like that. Because you see, as soon as there's a, 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 a Republican that has the proper policy, niggas will jump ship. You got Jay-Z. Um, I'm sorry. You got a bunch of... Uh, even though Jay-Z, I, I don't believe for a second that nigga voted for Biden. I don't believe for a second that nigga voted for Biden because he's not going to vote against his tax interests. He's not voting. He's definitely voting for the guy who just gave him a tax break. I'm just saying. I'm pretty sure Jay-Z's thinking more about how many ducats he could save for Blue Ivy's future than anything else that has to do with these guys' policies. He does not give a fuck about who supports either of these guys. And so that's, that's what I mean. Like, ideologically, it's all the same. It doesn't matter. It's all the same because none of it matters. You know, it, it's all about what what the personal interest is at the top. And so, yeah, like, I don't know, man. It, it's it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad if this, if this recall goes through and someone like Rat, uh, Larry Elder is running the, the, the state. Like... I can only imagine what kind of policies come down from this guy. And and it's bad enough that they haven't been doing anything about like the the mass gatherings in the midst of a the delta surge in covid. This guy wants to do away with mask mandates and it's just like so wait, you don't even you don't want to stop people from getting together and you don't want to, them to to mitigate the transmission. Like what the fuck? Like that doesn't even make sense, you know? what DeSantis is doing. Yeah, and and that's the last thing is I want to see California become like Florida and Texas. That's the last thing. You know, I I always thought that like Louisiana and Alabama were like the bastions of shitty, you know, shitty legislation. But no, they, other states are definitely rallying to the call. Yeah, it's because 
It's because the, the, the playing field has changed, and a lot of the new Republicans are adopting the new playlist. And, you know, Democrats are kind of, they don't really have a strategy for dealing with bold-faced lies that the constituents willingly lap up. They don't really have a solution See, for and that. I think that that's the weird part that the Democrats are dealing with, is that they're used to, like, having to deal with people who, who like, you know— don't take horse dewormer and stuff like that. They're used to people who are just generally competent and they can navigate the the language being spoken to them. They're not used to people who just don't give a shit about shit on shit, mm -hmm. who like do backflips on barbed wire, bro. Like that kind of stuff. Like, dude, did you, I showed you that video. Mm -hmm. Like, like I, I think that they didn't realize that the idiocracy was so close at hand, you know? And so now they're like, wait, like, why are we even playing this game with you guys? Because exactly. we all want the same thing. Like, the Democrats are literally wondering and looking around, like, why do we exist? Because we don't need a dichotomy anymore. The people, the uniparty system could be here and nobody would give a shit. Well, I wouldn't say nobody, but nobody who is capable of doing something about it would give a shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's just crazy. And it makes it, it makes all of the issues of this country seem that much more insurmountable. You know? It's like man, it makes me it makes me want to join the church of the meteor. Where's the <laughs> meteor, man? <laughs> oh man, that's why I, I love I I love the Genova uh, the Genova uh, lore so much because of that. Because like man, Genova was just like fuck this shit. I'm gonna destroy the planet and ride the husk to another planet. I'm out of here. <laughs> this place sucks. But yeah, alrighty, we'll wrap up on that. Thank you for joining us, guys. I th hope you were entertained with all of that. You can find us on the social media. I'm on Twitter at Corey underscore T and at Home Heron. And you can find me on Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast. And you can find me on Instagram at RicoGVO. And always remember, guys, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only things you ever will truly learn from. Have a great one, guys. Peace out. Take it easy.